everybody and welcome back to Night Owl Does Games. This is episode 9 and the first one of the year. Today I am joined by my brother Craig. Hello. And uh, yes, yeah, the first episode of 2020. We hope you all had a good Christmas and a good New Year. I think both uh, Craig and I are still getting into the groove of things in terms of <laughs> in terms of uh in terms of especially with the podcast uh yeah. setting things up yeah has been fun um but yeah as we said i think in episode seven um the next the next section of the book was mainly really text there weren't really any uh exercises so mm-hmm. the text uh is quite quite heavy <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think is the is the best way to to describe uh, descri- yeah exactly yeah to describe it so mainly um i just yeah but we're basically just gonna go through some bullet points uh off all of that text uh of things that i guess probably are helpful hopefully <laughs> um but i would definitely i think i think even craig agrees we definitely recommend actually getting a copy for yourself because there is a lot of information in this book and in fact just too much for us to uh completely cover in this podcast yeah so yeah there's there's links um in the description of the podcast of where you can get the book or you can just google it um uh game design workshop yeah anyway so uh the first the first section after the exercise uh, we started talking about uh, setting player experience goals. And this is when you're in the design uh, process, sorry, design stage of the process of trying to make a game. The main things that this section talked about was uh, the goals should be really uh, around the type of experience you want the player to experience <laughs> when they're playing the game. These are not features, <laughs> but more like, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> no, just... <laughs> The play experience you want to experience <laughs> during the game. I know, I know. Same the thing is, I, the thing is, it says experience. that in the book. No, no, I'm not. Saying, just, it's just funny. <laughs> I read the thing is, I read that section twice as well. I was like, wait, are they? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no. but yeah, these uh, these play experiences are not features, but they're more like um, situations. So, for example, a goal could be something like. Uh, you need to get the uh, you need to get two players to work together in order to I guess win like a scenario or whatever. But then we make the player um, we make each player doubt each other like or, or not trust each other, um, so that it's harder for them to work together to <laughs> actually win. Uh, an example of this uh, that I recently played is a game called Push the Button. I don't know Craig if you've heard of it. It's on the yeah, it's on the Jackbox party games. Ah, okay. Yes, no, no. yeah. So the whole the whole, I guess, theme of that game is you've got a group of people on a spaceship, and depending on how many people you have, you might have one or two or three of them that are aliens, and the aliens yeah. are trying to basically get you guys uh, jettisoned off the ship through the <laughs> <laughs> through the. Um, what is it called? Uh, yeah, through the airlock. Yeah. Um, while while you as the humans want to do the same to the aliens. Um, 
it's kind of yeah so that that's kind of the whole point of the game so of course at the beginning you trust no one but slowly as you play you start trusting specific people you start doubting other people and what they do really fun you should check it out in terms of like i don't know you can youtube it or whatever or get it yourself and play it it's on most platforms um yeah so these yeah the going back to the book these goals can uh also help in terms of uh when you're going through the creative process of trying to think of uh yeah i guess different game mechanics or game design aspects of your game um on a high level the book says you should think about what would be interesting and engaging about your game and how those uh i guess those uh What's the word? The words are really escaping me today. <laughs> <laughs> those those situations or those scenarios in your game, how someone else or like the player would describe them to somebody else. Um, like think basically, yeah, the book is saying think about how you think those people, like the people who play your game, are going to describe. Are going to describe, yeah, yeah, that that. Will they be able the to game. relay the information? Yeah. Yeah. In a usable way to yes. the other players. Yeah. And I guess also in an exciting and interesting way or whatever way that you wanted them to feel as they were playing that section. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, the, to, to be honest, the the, the main the, just just doing like a top down view on all of these notes. The main thing is I, I've noticed the book really like kind of draws comparisons uh with the actual what actually happens in the industry. Mm-hmm. saying saying that basically like there's a whole there's this whole thing of like just kind of rushing into starting to program like you know yeah. got an idea st- start programming it yeah, um, yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> i did notice that as well yeah. like guys like slow down <laughs> slow down exactly yeah <laughs> like yeah, actually so. build out your game in yeah. paper form before yes you start making assets and all that I actually find out is this game fun Yes. Before you before. start sinking time into like actual time into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um so yeah, with that you're saying don't focus on features like game features and stuff just kind of um uh think about yeah, think about what what it is you're, you're trying the play trying to get the player to experience mm-hmm. and you know, the sooner you bring in uh the player into the equation of whatever, you know, idea you have the better it is because if you bring them bring them in later you might find that the player actually doesn't enjoy whatever it is that you've actually built yeah. <laughs> true true yeah. it's fun for you but yeah not for not for everybody, everybody else, else. <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah the next section just kind of went into uh prototyping and play testing um which uh was just mainly uh that yeah i think with what you've just said craig which is uh, is that uh, idea should be prototyped and play tested early but not you know not in the not in the uh, in, in like a game engine or whatever uh, but mm-hmm. using pen and paper or mm-hmm. cards or acting it out in real life whatever 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 way is quick and easy that won't require too much effort in setting up because yeah. you're probably going to have to set it up and tear it down set it up and tear it down quite a bit yeah, quite a exactly. few times and also in in that form also it's easier for you to like change it and adapt it yes yeah uh with the feedback that you receive yeah so this so yeah you you you're starting to cover a lot of the other points here man like <laughs> <laughs> well, it all feeds it feeds into it, it? yeah that's true yeah <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, <clears throat> and then the, really the book just kind of goes into kind of some, uh, I say kind of, influential game designers uh, for, I guess, I don't know, like the last 20, 30 years. Um, mm -hmm. We've got, of course, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, Nintendo man. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo man. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I call him. Nintendo As man. His friends call him. <laughs> friends know him as Nintendo man. <laughs> Nintendo man. Yeah. So yeah. of course, yeah. Uh, he was a key key uh, person in you know designing Mario, Zelda, Star Fox, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The whole shebang. Like there's loads of games. Um, uh, that that <clears throat> it was a part of, and then there's of course uh, I only I only picked three, but the book has so many. Um, <laughs> there's <laughs> Will Wright who um, designed the Sim series, so like in Sim City. Uh, there's the other one, Sim, Simant, Simcon, Simant, yes, Simcon, yeah, all of those. Um, the Sims, <laughs> the Sims, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Miss miss out the big one. Then. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then and then this one I found interesting. I don't know what you thought. Peter yeah. Molyneux. Yeah. The Molyneux. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I guess the thing is, I guess, yeah, it, you know, he is and he was uh influential. Definitely. And like the stuff that he the the stuff that he did was groundbreaking but what's interesting is that now whenever like well for me anyway like whenever i i look up or hear anything about peter model peter molyneux it's mm -hmm. it's mainly about uh over promising and under delivering yeah yeah so that was unfortunate but yeah. the book all yeah the book kind of goes into um they have, actually they have a whole section about about you know Peter Molyneux and how I guess his design processes and um, his inspirations and stuff like that. So yeah. definitely, if you want to read more about that, either I guess look online or get the book because it goes into that uh, into some detail. Uh, yeah, I only picked three because three is a magic number, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, and of course. Say. Sorry, Peter Molyneux, uh, Black and White and Fable, ETC. Yeah, oh, those yes. that, yeah, those games. <laughs> Syndicate um, as well. Like OG, oh, yes. not yes. not EA Skrillex Syndicate. <laughs> Jeez. Talking <laughs> OG. A little bit of, little bit of, a little bit of shade there. Right? Well, <clears throat> no, no, actually, that EA Skrillex Syndicate is, is, is a pretty good game. But yeah. it's, not, it's not Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of EA, it yeah. actually had I don't know if if you if you saw it actually oh, the book actually yes. had a section about they had talk about how EA does <laughs> their thing. I was like, wow, yeah, then yeah, exactly. Back then they were like <sighs> EA really now big it's, on it's innovation, a, it's a different creature, <laughs> different ideas. Yeah, EA is a different yeah, exactly. It's a completely different beast now. Like complete yeah. like things like EA Sports Big and all of that. They all died. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a completely wow. different beast now. Mm. But now, anyway. now EA is FIFA and Madden. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess. Well, now, you like, know. actually, you know what? At the end of this decade, they they actually started making, like, actual moves towards, like, where they used to be. 
Yeah. Like, you know, acquiring Respawn, I think, was the oh. one of their greatest moves. Icing on the cake. Of the decade right there. Because <laughs> basically, the two games that everyone's praising at the moment, Apex and the Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. are just Respawn games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was definitely a good idea. Oh, yeah. Because, you know. Definitely. Respawn is a good, is a good studio. Mm. Those guys are good. Indeed. But, <clears throat> yeah. And then, um, the next section of the book, uh, basically just talked about iteration, mm-hmm. uh, and the different steps. So it was like going through whatever your idea is, you have to go through an iterative process of setting goals. This is just like bullet points, of course, but mm-hmm. setting goals, um, creating the idea, creating the, like in a, in a prototype, prototype form, testing it, addressing any issues that have been, um, raised during testing. Um, and then I guess applying the changes from, from the feedback that you got and starting the whole process all over again. Um, so yeah, just iterate on the idea over and over and over and over again until, until you get the idea to match the goals that you, that you set out for the idea to, to have basically like, I guess the, 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 the play experience that you actually wanted from the idea. Um, and yeah, the book, the book goes into much more detail about each, I guess, asset or, or section of that iterative process. Um, but once again, (laughs) I would recommend getting the book. I know I'm saying this a lot, but it's cause there's a lot of text. Um, and uh, I'm sure our, our listeners probably just don't want to hear us droning on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I would say, I would say like there's, um. Um, there is like a graphical representation of the pro- of the process. Yeah, generating idea, formalize idea, test idea, evaluate results. If there's a problem with design, you go back to generate idea. If there's no problem, you move on. <laughs> no uh, problem. Well, yeah, there you go. Bounce. So yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So. You know, the next, to be honest, the next section we've already covered because <laughs> um, we've been, we've been saying stuff as we've, we've been going. So, uh, but the main thing, the main thing really from this entire uh, section of the book is, well, or the thing I got from it, you might've gotten something different, Craig, but mm-hmm. was to kind of think differently about how you're going to, uh, I guess like create your idea right yeah and how you're going to improve on that idea to meet the goals that you've set and then the other one was that i feel like the book was also kind of trying to say to because like because this book was used at universities wasn't it yeah yeah so i think i think the book was also kind of trying to say to those you know up and coming uh game game designers that hey you don't have to follow everything that is done in the industry. <laughs> yeah. True. If you if you want to like tr- like truly innovate or or, uh, or get an idea um that is like, you know, really groundbreaking, you should try not to follow everything that happens in the industry because for one example it was saying that like a lot of the times when people skip this stage of um, you know, uh going through the iterative process with the idea before actually like programming it or making it 
<coughs> what tends to happen is that a lot of uh, these companies end up like following mechanics from existing games. Yeah. Um, exactly. And then, and then because of that, sometimes, or a lot of the time, I think the book was saying is that your game just ends up being very similar to other games. Yeah. It's just basically <laughs> a facsimile of other games. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not, in that sense, like it's not a, a wholly original idea. You're like, yeah. oh, you're basically saying, oh, I want to make a Gears of War like. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? and that's your, that's the start of your idea. That's like yeah. the germination of your idea. That like, hmm, what if yeah. I could make gears something like gears like of gears of war? Yeah, you know what's gonna happen? You're gonna make You're something, gonna make like, something gears like gears of war. Like gears of war. <laughs> that's where you started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That is there. Yeah, that is it. That is it right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, like what? Yeah, so it was just like saying, you know, just. Try to take yourself out. Yeah, think out of the box. Like try to take yourself yeah. out of, like the things you know. Yeah, and also like, just like in any other art form, don't necessarily always just look at the art form that you make. Like so many great ideas come from things that are not game. Yes. Yeah. You know, so so look outside of the the, the gaming sphere as well. That would actually help you more. Yes. Than trying to look at other games. Yeah, because I think yeah. I think isn't it like well, if I remember correctly, like the book was saying that uh, uh, Mr. Miyamoto yeah. uh, got a lot of his ideas from his childhood. Yeah. Like stuff that was like from his play, like when he used to play on the playground or something like that. Yeah. Like nah, I used so, to like go in the forest and go in the caves and all that. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Maybe I should make a game about this. About this. You know? <laughs> And yeah, the yeah. playground thing was actually, I think that was uh, the inspiration for, what was it? Oh, I can't remember now. What was, there's a game that he said, yeah, was inspired by some playground thing. I think maybe it was on the Nintendo compilation type game. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And I know like he said, um, what's called Pikmin. Pikmin was like him gardening. Oh, you know? <laughs> I thought, okay. Okay. What if like, if some mind, like small alien came to the planet and it was like <laughs> running around in your garden? <laughs> like, you know, oh, right. Okay. Like, so yeah. So inspiration is everywhere. It's everywhere. Exactly. Don't block yourself. Don't like funnel yourself down. Just like, oh yeah, I have to just look at other games to get inspiration. Yeah. That's no. What they're trying to say. Go beyond. <laughs> Go beyond. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was just mainly it. Um, what we are going to do uh, is say what the next exercise is, right, Craig? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I will just get the book and turn the pages. Uh, so, yeah, the, so I, actually, yeah, officially we finished chapter one, guys. So, like, yeah. that's an achievement right there. Okay, it's <laughs> an achievement. Bravo, we finished chapter bravo. one, we're getting to chapter two, and the title of chapter two is The Structure of Games. So, the first exercise is Think of a Game. Well, that's the title anyway. Uh, <laughs> it says, it says, Think of a Game, Any Game. Now write down a description of the game. Be detailed. Describe it as if 
to what describe it as if to someone who has never played a game like it before now think of another game a completely different type of game the more different this game is from the first one the better describe it and then the last point is compare your descriptions which elements were different which elements were similar dig deep and really think about the underlying mechanics of each game so there you go that's our first exercise of the year <laughs> and uh, we will address that in the next episode when we have uh yeah thought of those games <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so officially officially the the main business of the podcast is over was there anything you wanted to uh <laughs> to talk about nah i think we're good although that like, i will say yeah the game journal the game journal thing the game did. yeah that exercise yeah it kind of feels like yeah they i feel like they put that there so that you can start journaling and then later on they're gonna come back to it and say okay now see how how you were looking at games at the beginning (laughs) now see how you now exactly because i always found that exercise a bit funny because it's like oh yeah analyze this game it's like well but i don't actually have the tools to do that yet (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like you know like my train of thought is not you haven't actually showed me how i would do that you know yeah yeah (laughs) So I thought that was a bit funny at the beginning. So yeah, I think yeah, obviously they want you to be doing it so that at some point I'm sure we'll come back. Like, we'll come back, back to it, yes. And then see. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. How you have improved, you know, in terms of your analysis. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Indeed. Indeed. Well, yeah, I think I think I've 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 not got much uh, else today either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully, uh, our listeners, you have enjoyed this episode, the first episode back. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's gonna be a lot more episodes this year. It's gonna be a big year. Yeah, Craig, man. It's gonna be a big year. Man, this this <laughs> man, people need to understand. This podcast started <laughs> in the last decade. I mean, yeah, oh my look how long we've been around. Oh wow, really? <laughs> when a whole it didn't decade. take long. It did not take long. <laughs> Jeez, I, was, I thought we could get We've through the whole podcast <laughs> without that. Oh. Hey, man, facts, yeah, just yeah, stay. facts, stay in facts, just man. facts, man. <laughs> just facts. All what right, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh man, well. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, yeah, hopefully you uh, enjoyed. Uh, please do tune in uh, to the next episode. We should be back to the regular schedule, which is we should be about um, one episode every two weeks or so. So yeah. there'll be episode 10, which uh, we should definitely celebrate when that happens because it's mm-hmm. number 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening in. Hope to see you in the next episode. And don't forget... Keep being awesome. Bye.